What is happening, fellow fantasy GMs? I am JJ Wang. He is the bearded one, DJ Dub. With our powers combined, we are the Fantasy Courier. Oh, JJ Wang, we are one week away. This is our last Thursday show before the season. Next week, we are going to do Monday. It'll be our last Monday show. It'll be our bold predictions, but we'll start Friday with a week preview, starts and sets, things to get people ready for the week. Are you ready for some football? Yeah, I'm pretty excited. I mean, this is what we wait for. It's like a little downtime before the season starts, so you get to re-energize your battery for about a week. Yeah, about a week. And then before you know it, it'll be here in the greatest, greatest time on earth. Oh, it is, it is, it is. I'm super stoked. that Roster cuts came the other day, and to be honest, nothing ginormous. Not Like, there were, there was a couple that impact things, but usually there's that veteran that you're like, whoa, he got cut? Yeah. When the, the biggest cut, honestly, and the most influential cut probably on Dynasty, Fantasy, everywhere, see, is Marlon Mack got cut from the Texans. Did you see that coming? I no, I, I mean I thought they were kind of thin at that position anyway, right? I mean they've got Burkhead as their backup. I'm not really sure who their third running back is at this point, but they can't go into the season with just two running backs. So I have to. Oh, I think it's Dare. Dare, I'll go. Yeah, yeah. I'm not even gonna I think he's their third. He's their third. So I mean, it's a pretty thin running back committee. They said he might go in the practice squad. <laughs> he that's that's what I read today that he was going to probably hit the practice squad. So I mean. Damian Pierce, baby. Damian Pierce season. Is that what I'm hearing? What do you th- what do you think of that dude now? What was I right back in May to overpay for him in our uh, auction league? Well, I mean, sure. I mean, you I guess. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people probably over probably paid for him a little bit. I mean, yeah, I mean, right now he's the RB1, and that's all you that's all you can ask for for a player. If you if they're RB1 with literally no competition, I would say behind him. I mean, if the Texans are any kind of decent. I mean, he'll he'll get he'll put up numbers. Yeah, and people people are a lot of guys in some threads. I'm discussion threads. I'm in are like, well, it's only gonna be this year. Remember James Robinson? I'm like, it's, to me, it's a different situation. I, I just don't see them grabbing. I mean, everybody grabs extra running backs, but if he plays like he's supposed to, and he came out, I forget which which statistic I was looking at. One of the highest rated running backs coming into the draft even according it wasn't pff but i forget who the other stat was that he could he could have it out he could have a good i think at least this year this year for sure next year who knows but what's going to happen is all the boo birds are coming the first week because the texans start with that really good colts defense so don't get disparaged the first week but we'll go from there another interesting thing that uh, i gotta claim i was wrong i said garoppolo is gonna be a brownie I'm wrong. I, well, I said he's going to be a Seahawk, then a Brown, and then a Panther. I was wrong all these around. Jimmy Garoppolo signed a one-year, highest-paid backup deal with the 49ers for $6.5 million fully guaranteed. And with incentives, he cannot make almost $16 million. And it really helped their cap space. What? does this do does this have if you're a trey lance owner are you worried that the hook's there or is this just them saying we don't want the seahawks to get jimmy g well to begin with he was already the highest paid backup quarterback anyway making true but he's he was the backup quarterback this just gave the 49ers more flexibility and 
It doesn't do anything for Trey Lance. Trey Lance was their guy at the end of last season. He was they've this is what they've been waiting for. Jimmy Garoppolo is there in case Trey Lance gets injured. I think the hook is going to be so long for Trey Lance, especially I mean, you you've got to give him a hook. You can't do yeah. to him what the Dolphins did to Tua with Ryan Fitzpatrick in out and you can't do that. Let Trey Lance play the whole season. Got to see what you got in him. He, you you know what you got in Garoppolo. Garoppolo can get you there, but he won't win it. I mean, that's pretty much, I feel like that's what Garoppolo is. He's a good, I think he's a solid backup. He would be a great backup. I mean, he'd start for somebody, obviously. But I don't, I think this does nothing for Trey. Yeah, I, I think if anything, it maybe it makes Jimmy G a little more enticing for a team next year to see he's willing to be an excellent team player. Maybe make him a little, I mean, he's going to sign somewhere next year, probably to compete yeah, for QB1. If you were the 49ers, why would you not do this? It help, I mean, this actually yeah. helps Garoppolo, too. I mean, this is a team effort here. If Trey Lance does get injured, wouldn't you want Jimmy Garoppolo to step in? If Jimmy, I feel like Garoppolo is a pretty professional dude. He hasn't raised any fuss. He hasn't said anything. I'm sure he knows what's best for him. Kyle knows what's best for the team. And I think it's a perfect situation. I, I think the best for Garoppolo would have been to be cut and go to Seattle, but that's neither here nor there. I'd rather, if I was a player, I'd want to start. Um, but yeah, I think it's it's a good situation. I'm with you there on all that. Talk about things that don't age well. Our, we recorded our Sunday episode and we talked about how Antonio Gibson, you don't want to have him on your team. And I I didn't know what to do. I was like, we'll just let it go. And we didn't say anything bad. But then a few later, a few a little bit after we recorded, tragedy happened. Brad Robinson was carjacked, was attempted carjacking, and it was shot twice. He's I believe he's out of the hospital by now. But the sh the the bullets hit it in his legs. Was it thigh? I forget where it was. He's out of the hospital. So Robinson's on the shelf for a while. They didn't put him on the pup yet, which is or IR or either of those, which is quite intriguing. I mean, he was already back at the facility like the day after. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's, going, he's, on crutches. he's on crutches, but like, I mean, I don't, I mean, yeah, it sucks he got shot. Don't get me wrong, it is, but it doesn't seem very bad. And he's, I don't, he'll probably be back in no time, honestly. And I guess it depends where it hit and how the tissues heal. So we were all thinking, wow, Gibson will be okay. But man, Jared Patterson, he, he might get some role there. I was like, I knew they were talking about him. And who do they cut? But Patterson, so now it's the Gibson, McKissick, and somebody else I'm sure there show that I'm – so Gibson's – where does Gibson fall? Is he is is he an RB2 again? I mean, I guess he goes right back to what he was last year, right? I mean, he's the guy carrying the ball. He's going to get the touch, uh, rushing touchdown. So, I mean, whatever Gibson was last year, it's pretty much the exact same thing this year. Maybe the, off maybe the offense is a little better, so it might help him out a little more. Um. And if he pops off until Brian Robinson comes back and he's, he's playing well, you know, I mean, of course, Brian Robinson comes back. It's going to be more of a timeshare most likely, but at least Gibson's in the conversation. Yeah, I think it got him back in the conversation. Shame it took tragedy. Shame he couldn't just work his way up. Who knows? Facebook questions that we had coming from the internet. You're right. Uh, that – we, uh, that were asked that I ignored, and I forgot to tell you who asked them. Jared, who actually is going to be on our bold prediction show, asks, "Do you?" He said, "One quarterback or superflex." So, which kind of a league do you prefer? One quarterback or superflex league? I prefer a superflex, just because of the power of the quarterback, right? Yeah, just because a quarterback's important. Yeah, yeah. One quarterback, they're just not important. You know, you've got your twelve quarterbacks, and that's pretty much all that matters. 
Yeah, I'm 100% with you. I think it, leagues these days, it's like leagues before that didn't have flex spots. You you just had to whittle down to figure out what goes best with the what's going on with the league. Uh, on a side note with this, my favorite comment I saw pop up on Sleeper today, the, the Packers are going to use wide receiver by committee. That could be the dumbest thing I've ever heard of in my entire life. They're all wide receiver by committees, right? That's what I mean. That was my right. thought. I'm like, but technically, but technically, all running backs are running back by committee. I mean, Derek Henry. Not to the may, extent of receivers, though. Yeah, yeah, maybe not. Yeah, you're right. You're not. But I mean, every position has a committee. I yeah, mean, Derek Henry, Derek Henry gets all the carries, but there is a running back that comes in and gets a carry here, a carry there. But yeah, that doesn't. That sounds stupid. Yeah, it made, it made me laugh. I was like, wait, that means. I guess that means Samari Tor is going to get some stuff, baby. Watch out. He's coming. I just don't think anybody's going to be good on the Packers, evidently. Rich asks, what's the going rate for Cousins? I mean, if I I wouldn't, I'd think a low first. I mean, if he, if it's not a, at this point with the, especially with how you think he's going to play, I mean, he's still 34 years old and Cousins has always been solid. So, I mean, if, a bottom first, I'll I'll trade you for cousins, but it's got to be more than a second. Yeah, so dynasty first in the league, like It'd I think be a second plus. I got I like I've got to I'd have to have a quarterback in return if I'm getting rid of cuts because cousins obviously is going to start for you, right? So it's, we're talking superflex too. Yeah, so if you're giving up cousins, that makes it even. Yeah, it, he's kind might be kind of expensive right now. He, he's but gonna yeah, be priced up. I mean, you're drafting. <laughs> If, if you're in a league of people that are paying attention, they're drafting up for Cousins. If you're in a home league, you might get Cousins for peanuts right now. I think just his value is probably the highest it's been for a while. Like, he's he's, he's the Mendoza line. Like, he's where yeah, everybody's like, he's like, in the middle. But Yeah, home leagues are like, Cousins. Yeah, I remember Cousins, but fantasy people are like, yeah, Cousins is a RB or QB1 every year. <laughs> so Yeah, it should be interesting. I'm, I'm rooting for him. And now a message from our favorite sponsor. Yes. Underdog Fantasy is the best and easiest place to play fantasy sports. I mean, it's pretty good, right? So there's no waivers, there's no trades or lineup settings. So it's, we're just drafting here, right? So it's Underdog Fantasy it lets you draft a fantasy dream team in minutes or hours, days, or you know what we dealt with a couple, you know, a couple days ago or weeks, even months if you're playing best ball. But you know, it's the best part of about fantasy for me. It's it's all about the draft. And if you sign up now using the code Couriers. They will double your first deposit up to $100 in bonus cash. In case you missed that, when you make your first deposit of $10 or more, they will double it up to $100. If you deposit $100, you get $100 free underdog cash. With their slick mobile app and user-friendly website, you'll have no problem jumping in and drafting your squad. Join Underdog today, and don't forget to use the code COURIERS. A link is in the notes of the podcast. Now back to the show. So today, as we're getting ready for this, probably the biggest, if not the second biggest, depending on where you are, weekend of drafts for redraft season, we thought we would wrap it up before the season with a one last mock draft. So JJ Wang and I, we are going to do a 12-team mock draft, half PPR, one quarterback, two running back, three receivers, a tight end. Two flex, one super flex, and four bench spots. If you want to see what it looks like, it will be on the Facebook, uh, the Facebook, the, the YouTube feed rather, and you will be able to see it in there. And I can, I'll see if I can get a screenshot so that we can share it on 
Facebook and Instagram as well. I'll see what I can pull off here after we record. So you should see on the screen the, the draft board and our handsome faces. You see it, JJ Wang? I see it. Okay, awesome. So I took the one spot. JJ Wang took the 1.7. We will see how it pans out as we go. Here we go. I'm on the clock, and I'm going to take my running back one, which is different than most people RB1s. I'm going to go with uh, the guy that I said I think is going to get all the points, and you can't gamble against health, right? Christian McCaffrey, RB1, followed by Taylor, Eckler at three, Henry at four, Cook at five, Najee Harris at six, and now it's up to J.J. Wang at the uh -huh. seventh pick. At this point, do I want to – well, it's pretty funny on all your – Wide receivers left, I'd be willing to take. I don't really want to take Joe Mixon this high, I guess. So I'll just go. I'll just go Justin Jefferson at one seven to start off with wide receivers. That was a strong running back start. I mean, it was. It was kind of like my draft this past weekend. Then it went Cup. Mixon went nine. Devontae Adams at ten. Chase at eleven. Kelsey the first tight end off the board at twelve. Camara at the two point one. Swift at 2.2, Diggs at 2.3, Aaron Jones at 2.4, Chubb, and then back to you. So more, even more even more running backs went off there. So you know, Saquon's probably the best running back on the board at this point. I took you love Saquon. Over, I took him over the weekend. I've definitely fallen in love with Saquon. I'm a big fan currently until he lets me down. So I will go Saquon here. All right. Followed oh, by Debo. Debo oh. and Devontae Williams. That's, I was kind of considering that. Then the first quarterback is Josh Allen. C.D. Lamb. Elliott went the bottom, bottom of the second, and now it's back to you. I did a draft last night where Elliott, I think, went in the fifth round. That's crazy. How about that? The That's best crazy. ball draft. So I'm sitting here at the turn, so I got two picks. And the thing that a lot of people don't think about the two picks, the back-to-back, -back, is I've got to think for about – 24 picks because I'm not going to see a turn for 24 turns. So do I want to have a superior talent at tight end to go along with what I have? The, the running backs, I'm looking at Fournette and it doesn't grab me Fournette or Connor. I get Mark Andrews. I have a statistical advantage at tight end going through here. So I would, at this point, at the end of the second round, Mark Andrews seems like a total no-brainer in my mind. Yeah, and point. He's, like I said, the number one receiver. Wide receivers are fairly deep, but I know that in a super flex, there is going to be a quarterback run coming. So I've got to choose a quarterback quick or else I am going to be in big trouble. So I've got to choose the quarterback I think is going to be the best quarterback this year. This is a one quarterback, right? It was super flex. Well, it only says one quarterback on that. Does it? Yeah, I thought you said Let's see how unprepared I am as a just single quarterback. And but there's a super flex. Oh, they're in the super flex pick down there at the bottom. So it's oh, super flex comes at the way. Oh, yeah, I didn't there. see that. My bad. So I'm taking Lamar Jackson, followed by Tyreek, AJ Brown, Fournette, Connor, and Evans. And then back to you, JJ Wang. Well, since it's a super flex, I'll pretty much got a good quarterback here. I would have probably done that. Well, I wouldn't have done it a long time ago. I didn't even think about it. Yeah. We're terrible hosts. What are we doing? Why are y'all listening to us? Well, Evan, for some reason, it felt like if it was a super flex, the quarter quarterbacks would have went a little sooner. Yeah, than two I think it's what it was. So that's that's what kind of threw me off a little bit. So I'll jump back into the quarterbacks here since I'm going to need one really bad. It's either Mahomes or Herbert. I don't have any Mahomes, so I'll just take Mahomes just 
just for fun, it is Patrick Mahomes. He was followed by Pitts, Keenan Allen, T. Higgins, Herbert went. Finally, someone getting the quarterback. DJ Moore, Mike Williams, Michael Pittman, Junior Acres, Kittle, Montgomery, and it's back to you. So I really want to go quarterback. A quarterback again. I almost fell off my chair. <laughs> I want to go quarterback again, but I'll hold off. And the running backs are really bad at the moment. So I'll probably probably go wide receiver here. I'm going to go Jalen Waddle. I think he's still going to be a a good uh a high and wide receiver too for the Dolphins. So I like I like that pick. It's a good pick. After, okay. Oh, after that, it's your boy Darren Waller, Brees Hall, and ETN. I was I was thinking about one of those guys, but I bailed on him again. We got Cortland Sutton also oh. here, Terry McLaurin, and now it's on to you. Man, I'm devastated here. I wanted ETN or Sutton thinking they would fall to me. Something else that we're noticing here and that I was talking to a guy the other week who was asking about Superflex for the first time is you also got to pay attention to your league. His league had never done Superflex. And he's like, I was like, take a quarterback first round. Then I started talking longer going, well, maybe you don't if you are looking at a league where they're not going to, you'll have two great quarterbacks, but everything else will be garbage while they have stud everything else. So you also got to pay attention to what your league is doing. I'm going to do something here that I haven't done for a while, or I did once last night in my best ball is I'm taking DK Metcalf. Gino loves DK. DK is now my number one <laughs> receiver. And I, I'm looking here, like I'm thinking we were talking about him earlier. Running back is getting super thin. I'm looking here, maybe Gibson or maybe Eli Mitchell are the two guys I am really looking at at this moment to fill in my running back hole. But I know some scat backs later. Receivers, I see a, 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 there's two guys I'm looking at, Hollywood Brown or Brandon Cooks. Both, I think, are going to get theirs. Brandon Cooks is the number one down in Houston. No one else is there. Hollywood's going to have Ertz and later on Hopkins to an extent. And I have a lot of Hollywood. So I'm going to zag. Those two guys are fairly comparable. But Brandon Cooks, has he ever been bad? Uh, I don't think so. He's always been pretty pretty good. I mean, he's never been great. But, I mean, not everybody can be great. So after that, Deontay Johnson, um, Elijah Mitchell, Jerry Judy, J.K. Dobbins. I was hoping J.K. Dobbins would fall. Antonio Gibson. And then it's back to me. Running backs are just so bad at the minute. moment. I got... Josh Jacobs, A.J. Dillon, Damian Harris. Um, you know what? I'm going to go with Damian Harris. I think the um, New England Patriots are going to run the ball a whole lot. And I think both of him and, him and Stevenson are going to um, have, a, have a, a good season. That was followed by Jacobs, Dillon, Burrow, Allen Robinson. I love that pick. To, and Jalen Hurts to fill out the – the, the fifth round. Then it was Kyler Murray in the sixth, followed by Hollywood went that far down. Man, I would have been reaching, I guess. Dalton Schultz, uh, Mike Thomas, Darnell Mooney, and it's back to you. So I got Damian Harris. I'm going to go back-to-back -back running backs here. I think the, neither one of them, I don't think, have a fantastic season, but both of them are going to be solid. And this one's going to be Tony Pollard. I think uh, that offense is going to be good. Their receiving um, weapons aren't the greatest at wide receiver, so they might Thinking about working him in the slot, but he'll also get the running back work. So I think it'll be a solid play. Nice. I like it. There was Godwin. Oh, what are we sleeping on this? Our boy Gabe Davis I, 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 I was right there. About it. I, yeah, I forgot about it, but I just seen it. 
We're so crazy. Gabe Davis followed by Cooper, Clyde Edwards Hilaire. I was considering him and then just for a running back. And then Juju there to be at the 6'11. I got the 6'12. And I, I believe in getting my second quarterback in Superflex before it gets questionable. Like there's right now, there are four guys on there I'm looking at that I'm like, okay, those are guys that I would want as my QB2 Russell Wilson, Tom Brady, Dak Prescott, and Aaron Rodgers. And of those four, there's one guy that I actually have in my top five. And that's Dak Prescott. That they're going to pass, so I'm going to take Dak, and it won't let me take him. Yeah, you know how I'll, I goofed. Tom Brady <laughs> yeah, I got to remove player. Look at these us professionals. The the screen got small, so Dak's who I take. Now I'm going to do something that is going to happen in your home league this weekend, just to see how it pans out for everything. Who is the hottest running back in the league right now? Jonathan Taylor. That's not a top tier guy, not a name. <laughs> Who's what's the name we're talking about? Damian Pierce. Uh, Damian Pierce. I'm taking Damian Pierce to see how it affects the rest of the draft as we go down because he's going to slot there because everybody's hearing how hot he is at the moment. Uh, and I think it's just it's a curious thing to see what happens. Followed by St. Brown, Thielen, Hawkinson, Miles Sanders, Russell Wilson, who I was thinking he was my other guy I'd have gotten. And now it's back to you. All right, so I'm going to go quarterback again, get it out of the way. So it's either uh, – so I got three options, Brady Rodgers or my boy Trey Lance. You know, all of them are going to have a great season. Um, But, you know, I'm going to give Brady one hat, one last hurrah. I think this is going to be the, the get-go. Plus, he's going to throw it a thousand times this season. They're not running the ball. <laughs> They're not running the ball. I was going to say it. <laughs> so I'm going to go Tom Brady. Followed by – you got it. Go for it. Cream Hunt, uh, I think Cream Hunt still goes really high. We got Rashad, Rashad Bateman, Chase Edmonds, Cordero Patterson, Devin Singletary. We had Drake London on the comeback. Oh, Hopkins went at um, in round eight. Ooh, Kenny Walker, Devonta Smith, and Hunter Renfro. Now it's back to me already. So, of course, running backs are really terrible. I'm not really sure about tight ends. Like, oh, look at that first tight end to pop up. First available tight end, Goddard. Um, Dallas Goddard. So I will just go ahead and take Dallas Goddard. I'm trying to take Dallas Goddard at the moment. There we go. Nope. Yeah. Hey. So we got Dallas Goddard. We all know how I feel about Dallas Goddard. I think he's a top top four tight end. He's in the next wave of greatness. All right. Followed by Rashad Penny, Elijah Moore, Ayukin, uh, Dawson Knox and Aaron Rodgers. Looking at my roster, I have McCaffrey, Andrews, Jackson, Metcalf, Cooks, Prescott, Pierce. So I, I, I'm sort of got everything except for a tight end, but I'm not going to grab a tight end right now. It would be Zach Ertz. I'm looking here at a couple of guys. It's, I'm at the point where it's like best player available because I'm looking at like a flex guy. And I've got to go with – I don't I always, I always feel kind of like I'm cheating if I take the highest guy on the board. But – Alan Lazard is a guy that we both think is going to have a great season. So I'm going to grab me Alan Lazard, Aaron Rodgers, number one in the committee receiver core. That's right. I love me some Alan Lazard. And now I'm look, I'm going to look down a little bit ahead to see what all is floating through here because I do have to look 24 picks ahead as to when I will pick again. It's We're getting in kind of like that mess lane. It is the ninth round. So you're like, who do you like? Who do you want? Everybody knows that I love some Ramondre, and we both said we think they're both going to blow up. So Ramondre is a, a guy that I'm really, really considering at this point. The other guy I might think about is Christian Kirk getting some T-Law love in there. Robert Woods is number one in my next 24. 
And then it gets messy. So I think I will stick with Ramondre because getting a decent running back with opportunity, you can never have too many running backs, especially if my second one is Pierce in case he's all preseason hype. Yeah, absolutely. And Burks went Alave, Ertz, Robert Woods, Melvin Gordon with his 10% of the share. And now it's back to you. Yeah, so here we are in round nine. And um, round nine, and you can still get a team's wide receiver one. You talked about it a second ago, Christian Kirk. If we all think um, Trevor Lawrence is going to be good, he's got to throw to somebody, and Christian Kirk is going to be his number one option to start out with. Played really well last season. Um, not everybody believe, not everybody realizes it, but he was really solid, and I think he gets even better this year. So I'm going to go, uh-oh, Christian Kirk is my pick. Then we got James Cook. Tyler Lockett, Chase Claypool, and then Trey Lance, and then Friday Muth, and on the back-to-back goes Sky Moore, Garrett Wilson, Matt Stafford, Derek Carr, not David. And, First time all year. Yeah, and our boy, Kirk Cousins. So Kirk oh, wow. Cousins is like going about QB 15, 16 at the moment. Something like that. Yeah, so he'll, he'll definitely be higher by the end of the season. So, back, so it's back to me. My running backs are kind of shady. Running backs are still kind of shady as you draft, but they say Michael Carter's the RB1. I'm not, I know he's not, but I do realize he's going to have opportunity. So at this point, I'm just going to take Michael Carter just because he is going to get some receiving um, opportunity. And if Brees Hall does not turn out to be any good, I mean, we know Carter is decent. And then it was James Robinson, Kadarius Tony, who I was hoping might sneak there. MVS, Tua. And Cole Komet, one of my favorite tight end targets for the year, was 10-11 right before my turn. Highest tight end on the board, I don't have a tight end, is Mike Gesicki. And I love my Dolphins, and it's interesting. uh, Didn't you take the tight end from the Ravens? Oh, I have Mark Andrews. Thank you. Uh, The board's Ah, looking small on my computer screen. Um, Yeah, I have Mark Andrews. So I, uh, I do not... (laughs) <laughs> I don't have to worry too much. I was saying, yes, I would have taken Gasicki, but I'm hearing better news about him. That was going to be sort of my point here. But I think I'm going to go with the old man. At this point, I'm going to add an old man receiver. Julio Gage is a little nicked up right now. Julio's rising up boards like no tomorrow. So I'll take Julio Jones. Yeah, and then Julio's taking over that Gronk spot, man. I'm starting to believe you. And then I'm going to go with the Los Angeles Rams running back 1A to go with the other running back 1A, and that would be Daryl Henderson, who if you can get, if you're in Dynasty and you can grab him, next year he could have some nasty value because he's going to sign somewhere to be an RB1 and could be a, that's that's why I'm holding in a lot of places thinking for next year. Yeah, I mean, it's it makes sense. I mean, he's solid. He just never, I don't think he's just really been given the opportunity to shine like, because he had the opportunity, but then as soon as he gets it, it gets taken away from him immediately. So somebody yeah. not, not much faith in him. So Madison, Pickens, Spiller, Boyd, and there went Gasicki right before you. You could have had him. Yeah, I'll probably pass. So it, it comes to this point in the draft where nobody, I don't feel like anybody, I don't say nobody's really good, but I'm not really excited about any of these guys. So I'm just going to load up on wide receivers and – you know what? I don't know if I really want to go wide receiver either. I'm this seeing a little bit of both. Is a look through there. This is a tough decision. I mean, you're so looking. I'm what do you look at? What do you think of Gainwell? Is he worth anything to you? I mean, it's, it's possible. I mean, it's all 
it's all there. So I'm going to go Tyler Algier from the Falcons because he does have opportunity to get um, the bulk of the carries because they just don't have a lot of people there at the moment. Well, they got a lot of people, but none of them are really good. And then it was Hines, Brian Robinson. That's still in the rankings. So in your mock drafting, just sort of ignore that unless you think he's going to come back. So he could be a stash at this point in the draft. You got to gamble what, what your roster looks like. Parker Gainwell is a guy I was thinking of as a decent guy who could pick it up. Gallup, he's off the pup. This is interesting. See what happens there. Keep an eye on him. Landry, Henry, Albert O, Rashad White, and Rondell Moore. Back to you. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm curious of what Rondell Moore can do. I mean, are they going to use him farther than two yards down the past the line of scrimmage? Um, but I think he's got a, that playmaking ability. They just get the hands in the ball, but he is like a short wide receiver. They typically don't work out. So I'm going to stick with running back here, and I'm going to get a piece of the Kansas City backfield because nobody knows what it is. I don't have a lot of faith in Isaiah um, Pacheco already. Yeah, so I'm just going to go Isaiah Pacheco here. Just for, really. I was kidding. Yeah. I thought you were going with your boy, yeah. Ronald Jones. I think Pacheco has more upside than Ronald Jones. Oh, guess who I get to take? Speaking of upside rookies, Khalil Herbert went after that. Then Jahan Donson, who I would have considered. Russell Gage. I'm losing some faith in him. Are you draw Are you falling on Gage, too? I mean, he's injured. Then he got Julio. So we know how Brady feels about Veteran, Brady loved veteran. Gage. He wanted Gage. That's what I got him for. Oh yeah, I don't know. yeah you're right. But and then, then he also got, then he also got Julio. Julio's greater than Gage, right? Yeah. <laughs> then Maybe. Jamal Williams, Justin Fields, and I gotta walk the walk, right? Yep. Going with the Dubs. Romeo Dobbs taking him right there. So I've got oh man, I got two members of that committee. That was a dumb play. Right, Pay attention to what you have before you do that. <laughs> I have Lazard as well. So now I'm looking. I've got to look 24 picks ahead. What do I got going through here? There's it, it's it's a pile of mumbo jumbo. We've got two rounds left. What do I I have? Uh, one, two. I've got three running backs, four running backs, and four receivers. So I probably need a little more receiver depth as I'm looking here. So I'm going to pull up receivers. And I'm looking at Christian Watson Williams. Oh, there we go. There's my guy. I think DJ Chark is sitting there. Is who I'm thinking about going with at this point. You got Nico Collins, Alec Pierce, Wandell, Josh Palmer sitting there. KJ would be some streak, but I think he's getting some some role. I'm gonna see what happens. I'm not sure, but I'm gonna throw DJ Chark on my team because he's gonna start. He's getting some touch from my boy Golf. Oh, yeah. I'm also going wide receiver. I wanted Jacoby Myers. Um, of course, he's the number one wide receiver for a team. We all know it is the Patriots, and they're probably not going to be very good. But I'm going to go with the Houston Texan here. I got to have one on my team. Don't really oh. well, that's going to be Nico Collins. Um, Davis Mills got there to somebody. He's a big dude. So, like, touchdown upside hopefully is on his way. So, between us was, was Zamira White and Joku – Myers, Lawrence, then Christian Watson, then you took Nico. Then it was um, Williams in Detroit, Higby, Mostert, Irv Smith, McKissick, Ronald Jones, Ingram, Chuba, Matt Ryan, and McKenzie. Back to you. So I will stick with wide receiver. Somebody I traded earlier in the year because I had heard zero about him. Now all of a sudden he's like fighting to be like a, a good wide receiver, and that's Josh Palmer. So we'll mm, see. Yeah. 
see where it goes. I mean, there's going to be opportunity there. They throw a lot. He's a third wide receiver. Mike Williams always gets injured. So, let's get John I'm, Homer. I'm hearing three wide receiver sets, so uh, I'm all for it. Jameis went next, Robert Tunyon, Deshaun Watson, Marlon Max. Uh, see, some mock drafts are hard. That's why I usually <laughs> I'll prefer like doing a mock through like a, a best ball league because people will still pay attention. Uh, Deonta Foreman, and then I have the last pick. I always believe if it's a super flex, I want to come out with three quarterbacks. So I would look at this point and be like, what quarterback do I like to be my third just for bye weeks? Um, I know that I have um, – Without looking at it, I'm not going to spend time on bikes, but I have Dak and I have uh, uh, Lamar, who I'm really confident in. So I'll go down. I'll, I'll draft a guy that I've drafted and picked up in a couple of places that could surprise people this year. I've never believed in him, but I believe in Brian Dable. So I'm going to put Daniel Jones as Mr. Irrelevant on my team. And that's a cool thing I never noticed they had. You can, if you do a mock draft, you can convert it to a league. That's kind of cool. So. Uh, yeah. I thought we had another two rounds that I didn't give me, but I would have taken another quarterback there if I would have yeah. been paying. But yeah, and but with fourteen rounds, usually you go fifteen or so, or sometimes depends upon your league size. You would have a couple more players here. Or just look at, I mean, if it's this small and people aren't taking quarterbacks, the waiver wire is still solid. You can look at. So my team right now, I have Lamar at quarterback, running backs, Christian McCaffrey, Damian Pierce, wide receiver, DK, Brandon Cooks, and Lazard are my starters. Tight end is Mark Andrews. My flexes are Ramondre and Julio Jones with Dak in the super flex. My bench is Daryl Henderson, Romeo Dobbs, DJ Chark, and Daniel Jones. What you rolling with there, JJ? Oh, I got Quarterback, uh, Pat Mahomes, and then my super flex would be Tom Brady. So I got some pretty pretty confident in my um, quarterback core. And my running back, Saquon Barkley. And after that, I'm just hoping at this point I probably start Damian Harris and then throw Tony Pollard in there for a flex at the moment. And then wide receivers, I'm pretty satisfied. I got Justin Jefferson and Jalen Waddle. And then at the third wide receiver, I'll probably go with Christian Kirk. He's a wide receiver one for you know Trevor Lawrence. We all think that's great. And then we got the bench. We got Michael Carter, Tyler Aldryer, Isaiah Pacheco. Pacheco might not make it on my team very long. It just depends on how the situation rolls out. And then I got Nico Collins and Josh Palmer. I'm liking it. Who's the? Is there one guy on your team that maybe you don't have in other places, but you're like, you know, I'm willing to see what he'll, what he'll roll with that you don't have for one reason or another? Uh, you know, this is, might sound kind of stupid, but it was Patrick Mahomes. Kind of Pat Mahomes. I don't have him anyway, right? And I'm trying to – hopefully, you know, I, I I get him somewhere, and then that's not the season that something bad happens. I hate having a sour taste in my mouth. But, you know, you got Patrick Mahomes. You can pretty much lock it in at top five QB. Yeah, I had him a couple he, years ago, and it was that year when he had that couple of injuries, and it just – it killed my team enough that it just pulled me down that I love him, but I'm kind of like – I've never got him anywhere, so I don't have – I don't harbor any hard feelings toward the guy. I harbor hard feelings for DK. I've never been a fan, but recently I find him on a lot more of my teams. I don't know what I'm doing, what I'm doing different, but because he's a big name that's falling down the board. I mean, it could be. And Gino, Gino makes a difference to me. Like Gino likes DK, whereas Drew Locke's just terrible. So I think that's a big thing for me as well. But everybody gets what? Drew Locke likes the other team. 
he does. So if I had if I could start a quarterback every week as a receiver for Drew Locke, that would be magnificent. But everybody, let's get bold. Next time, Labor Day, we will have bold predictions for you. Bringing back our bold prediction champ with Najee Harris. We'll see. As well as one of our, our new friends we've made through the, the updated Facebook group. And we will give you some bold predictions and Super Bowl predictions and have a good time together. JJ Wang, get us out of here. My opinion, if your bold if your bold statement actually works out, it wasn't bold enough. Does that make sense? Because I mean, a bold Unless statement. Has, yeah, a, a bold statement has to be something that ninety eight percent of the people agree is probably not going to happen. But I got two of them that I think zero percent people is going to happen. But well, I yeah, got to so change mine. Mine was that Damian Pierce is going to be a, the RB one as a rookie by a landslide. But that, that low-hanging fruit now? Uh, uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I can't use it. So I got changed. I was like, man, that was my one. I was holding it. I was so excited. And then that's possible now because he won't be in a committee. I think it was – yeah, I think it was a kind of a tough, a bold statement before that considering how much love he's gotten over the last week or two. Yeah, so, so I have to get rid of it. Like that, I've had that in my pocket for a while. It's been a while. Now I've got to start We need to be a little bolder than that. We need to be known for our boldness. But, yeah, so get bold Sunday, and make sure you're doing plenty of these mock drafts. They really do help out. It helps you get to, you know, when you're round 10, 11, 12, 13, when you're like, who do I go to? Well, you got a little experience now, you know, you know what guys to get when it's that late. So, as always, trust yourself and trust the process. Mm -hmm.